time. And three, I tried to, to, but I was just so talented. I know, yeah, you tried to. <laughs> Intangible red flag territory, like yes. Oh, interesting. But like, yeah. as he's talking, you're like, do not be in a room alone with this man. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. So we can all love each other. No, no. All right, great. Okay, no. great. This is a, this is great. What what about him is an intangible red flag? Is it a way he appears, way he talks, hand gestures? Do you know what, what the word intangible means? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go have a piss. Uh, Ashley, you're in charge. I'm in charge. I'm in charge. Bitches. Uh, I went I went down on a, a, a juicy boozy. And, uh... <laughs> Uh-oh, I got a fart, and this chair's going to make it reverberate. Hey, wait, wait. John. Hey, 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 Oh, hey, no. Hey. Oh, no. Everybody else, hey. Hey, 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 oh. hey, hey. What's hey, going on? Hey. I'm just waiting for music. I thought no. you were getting music. Oh, I thought you were just getting music. how my penis gets born. Ladies and gentlemen, Welcome to the show. Here's a shed. The ice cream cones came with a little metal packet. It oh. is just full of sugar. It's just full of sugar to be poured into the cones. I got, what, what has what has the Japanese not gotten a hold of, perfected? And then when everyone was like, you did it, they went, and now we'll begin. And you're like, no, 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 no. You fixed it. It was fixed. Do not break it. Like, no, 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 no. We got to break this. We got to break this. I, I still have some more questions. Go ahead. John Hastings is on America's Got Talent for one for five minutes, and now he's got houses in L.A. and London. That's right. Yeah. You yeah. you kept a house in London? Yeah, I've kept a house in London. Update: Not sugar. There's no <laughs> fluid tasting enough to warrant sucking it out of him. <laughs> no, but it was, wait, but was, did he do it when he was then in the band when they were the four Bee Gees that brief time before then he his heart exploded? <laughs> wow. Uh, I'm not saying anything that didn't happen. That is yeah. what happened to him. I'm a predator. Oh, and it was going awesome. And we even started having drinks at a bar. And we each had uh, girlfriends with us, whatever. We're having a great time until I got comfortable enough to go, hey, you know, we also, we share a birthday, you know? <laughs> I, 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 As... <laughs> What's more important mm. than helping people's mental health? Fuck you, John. I'm I'm just <laughs> saying, Tom, you're a comedy fan. Here's here's what happened. So I came, so I, I came up after after uh, <laughs> after she finished after she finished a couple times. I'm not one's, one's not enough. What you a know, you go for two. That's how you start it out. And then um, oh Jesus, boom. Um, and so uh, uh, so so when I when I emerged. I went to kiss her, and she just grabbed my face, and she sucked it all out of my beard. So hurtful. Chris, John, and Irish Ashley combined to make the ultimate team better than any wet dream. Welcome to the untitled Twitch stream. John's the CEO and Boomer. Ashley's the real leader. Chris brings the vibes and juices as our enjoyment increases. 
welcome to the Untitled Stream. Hello. I can't hear you. Can anyone else hear you? Chat, let me know. I can't I can't hear Ashley at all. I could hear the video. Chat. Is this me? Can you hear me now? Hey, there we go. Good, good, good. You didn't my Oh, I do have private settings. chat. Awesome. <laughs> Oh dear. Hello. Um, this show is hanging together by a thread. <laughs> yeah, we all moved and we're so tired. We're all in very wonky time zones. Well, I'm exactly where I've always been. I just... Mm. I'm very beige, I realize. <laughs> you don't have your normal purple hues. Yeah, I usually have a floodlight behind me that lights up my room and instead I have a massive printer <laughs> <laughs> a worthy um, replacement i am in my dad's office <laughs> your dad has nothing on the walls of his is there anything in front of you there there is stuff in the rest of the room this is just like the wall behind him he doesn't have anything but also he okay. kind of only moved into this recently um okay. So it's all a bit all over the place. But he has shelves over there with all of his... Uh, actually, my degree is up over there. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> um, no, wait, that's his. Never mind. <laughs> it looks exactly the same as my degree. <laughs> <laughs> um, paint your dad a surprise that's... wall mural. Well, this used to be my bedroom. Um, and oh, this wall no. right here... This wall right here used to have a huge Pokemon painting on it. <laughs> Which one like, was it like? Under the layers of paint right there. I had, um, I think it was Misty. Misty mm -hmm. from Pokemon was painted up yeah. there with, I think, um, what was the little egg creature she had? And I think Pikachu was up there too. Um, so Misty used to be up there, okay. and I used to have a like a bunk bed right here, and we had bunk beds, but we had the bottom. They they were bunk beds first, and then when mm. we kind of grew up and had separate bedrooms, my mom turned it into. I slept on the top, and then there was like a little den underneath. Um, oh, and she nice! Handmade curtains to go around it. <laughs> That's cool. It was pretty cool. I'm having you... such. A trip down memory lane because I have a I load bet. of old toys to sort through. Mm. So uh, they're all getting they're all getting brought out. If you go to my Twitter, you can see a whole thread of stuff that I've uncovered. Oh dear, what's Wait, happened to Chris? Playing with things that I haven't I haven't even seen in 15, 20 years. I think I got some of that. I hope is it is it buffering for everybody? Oh dear, is oh, it me? me? Is it me that's frozen? It no, I think well I think it was me because it looked it looked like I dropped off um, uh, my Wi-Fi mm -hmm. and now I'm on my um, mobile. Right, mm, it's Chris. I'm okay, outside. cool. I don't have to feel yeah. bad then. <laughs> there's nowhere. So, this house is so weird because there's no like tables in it. So there's sort of nowhere for me to set up my stuff. So I'm trying to figure out 
where I can do this. Um, okay. There's like where there's like are a you counter. Just now, is it at a friend? Oh, I'm, you said you're in a place with a friend. I'm at an Airbnb uh, with my buddy Mark. Yes. And um and so the place is cool. Like it's it's very strangely designed. Like right now I'm on I'm on a balcony. Oh, Chris is gone. Balls. Oh, he's back immediately. That was very quick. <laughs> oh, did that freeze too? All right. No, as in you fully oh. dropped out of the show. <laughs> I got back onto the Wi-Fi. I'm, mm, this is very strange. This is very. But yeah, this yes, is but like touch you, and go, folks. <laughs> you see, like these are four, five foot tall fucking fences around me, and um, it said in all caps, "There is no smoking on the balcony outside the bedroom." Um, which is okay. annoying, but also means I'm smoking less, so it's for the best. You're just eating a banana instead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are they known to help nicotine cravings? <laughs> no, I'm just tasty. I'm so tired. I've been like... So I moved mm-hmm. a couple days ago. Yeah. And that went pretty smooth, but it was a very long day. It was like a 6 a.m. start, and I got to bed at about 2 in the morning. And then yesterday, I went for... I like did a bunch of admin in the morning and then um and then I went for like a four hour walk just to explore the city. And then I had two shows and today I've just been dead. Just been in bed the you whole did, time. And you did shows the day after moving? Yeah. Christ. <laughs> Hell yeah. And it was <laughs> this great. Is the level of tech issues we've come to expect with UTS. I mean, sure. You know, nobody's getting, <laughs> nobody's like leaving us for this reason. If you're here for this long, <laughs> you've accepted that this is what we are. <laughs> That's right, Ida. I'm smoking the skins, baby. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, so, Chris. Yeah, so I did. I did two shows, and they were they were really fun. And it was at the comedy bar, which is like a cool venue. And I saw like a, a shocking amount of people that I knew, considering I've never lived here. Wow. So that was great. It was like catching That's up with a bunch cool, of old yeah. friends. And yeah, it was like uh, my buddy Christoph is there and Noor, Mike. Um, oh my God. I can see his fucking face and I can't, all I can think is Mike Ward, but it's not him. <laughs> you Mike know Wilmot, him so Uncle well. Mike. Uncle okay. Mike was there. And um, I know. Do I know him? He comes over to the UK a lot. He's like an older Canadian guy. Yeah. Absolutely hilarious. Just a killer. Um, I feel like I know him. Yeah. So that was like, it was cool. I booked some more shows off the back of it. And um, a lot of people were like, it's good to know you're in town. I'm going to be in touch. So that's cool. Um, That's But yeah, so then, but then I woke up today and I was just like, I, I am fucked. And so I got, I woke up at four, like I've I've been up and down, but, uh, but I just woke up at a nap at four and looked and was like, going to go back to sleep. And I was like, oh, it's fucking Sunday. And so I just went on like a 25 minute walk around my neighborhood just to get some blood flowing, got a banana, got yeah. a pot of coffee. I will be awake <laughs> for this whole podcast. I mean, I'm not convinced. <laughs> <laughs> he says with his eyes drooping shut already. Mm-hmm. Oh, you couldn't even give me a full response there. That's great. <laughs> oh, I had um I had banana in my mouth. Sure. well that's great that you're in toronto now Mm -hmm. um the move is complete i am in ireland uh which i've made clear by the fact that i'm in my dad's office 
Mm -hmm. um and it's lovely i'm just walking dogs i'm that's that's all i'm doing is all i've done for the past i didn't walk them yesterday but every other day since i got here i've just been walking the dogs and i've been swimming i've been sneaking into a private swimming pool without paying for it uh three times this week and (laughs) i'm gonna go in three times next week how do you sneak in is it like a so gap my in the parents fence? my parents are members um mm. and so i'm just booked in under my mom's name <laughs> but i mean they know her but she's friends with the woman behind the counter so they're just kind of letting me in <laughs> <laughs> that's nice yeah that's what happens when your mother chit chats with everybody um it makes a huge difference we were talking about yes. my buddy Eric the other day with uh, my friend Mark that I'm staying with. And he just, he has this way of like, he was, they were, he was saying that they went to a hockey game in Dallas. And Eric just asked everyone, he's like, stay here. I'll be back in 10 minutes. And Eric just went to the customer service area of the stadium and was like, hey, I'm here with a bunch of my friends. Uh, we're visiting from Canada. We want to make this like a special night. I don't know if there's anything you could do for us. And and the people always, this isn't the only time he's up. They always go like, oh yeah, for sure. And they give him like lower bowl tickets. Um, wow. One time they were like, do you want to be the on ice entertainment in between periods? And they just kept going <laughs> to play musical chairs in the middle of the stadium in front of everybody. Oh, that's and, so um, funny. Yeah. So there's all kinds of stuff like it was like, if you're just like nice and talk to people a lot of the time, they'll be like, hell yeah, here's a, oh, go for it. Yeah. Don't worry about it. I'm not, I'm not bad at that to be fair. I, uh used to even when i was just a volunteer before i fully worked for the festival i used to always be able to get loads of friends into the after party the cat laughs um Mm -hmm. and so every year people were just like uh i'm buying your drinks right and i'm like yeah i'll get you in (laughs) i made friends with the security guy because it's the same security guy every year and then i also made friends with like all of the management at the festival so every time even if the security guy's like look i really can't let them in this time and i'm like sure (laughs) i'm gonna go talk to the venue manager and he's like all right (laughs) and i'll go talk to the venue manager and she's like yeah let them in let them in and it's great (laughs) nice um yeah i'm pretty okay at getting into into places (laughs) i've had moments and i might i might have told this on the podcast before i can't remember but um uh, i remember the first time i went to glastonbury uh i was I use when I go, I work for that Hulumi stand and um, we always get there a few days early so we can set up the, the Sorry, store back and explain the mm-hmm. Hulumi stand. <laughs> we just sell Hulumi. Everyone else is selling burgers and stuff. So we just sell Hulumi wraps. So it's like a pita with um, with like uh, uh, some salads and stuff in it. And then we do uh, deep fried Hulumi and I think like char grilled Hulumi. And then we serve it with different sauces and people wait for hours. Wow. We I are, I think we like, sold a metric ton. I just work for that halloumi stand, as if you had mentioned this before or explained what it was. Oh, I, I just assumed that I had. just canon information about you. No, I've never I, heard about the halloumi stand. <laughs> that's shocking. That's genuinely shocking. I can't believe that hasn't come up. I've been working for him for years, because it's all, it's all guys that I worked in a nightclub with in Brighton 20 years ago. Okay. And so, so like, they're really old friends. We all just go. We all get very drunk. They do a bunch of drugs that I don't do. And um, we just dance and sell so much cheese. Like it was a, <laughs> it was it was a metric ton the last time we sold a literally a ton of halloumi. In wow, four days. 
Oh my Christ. The sales are through the roof. That is that is an insane amount of halloumi. It was so much halloumi. And we're right next to the pyramid stage, which is like the main stage. So because we've been there for so long, we've got like systems in place now where there's there's basically a viewing platform for the headliners for us that we've set up that's on top of our, our cheese cooler, which is just... <laughs> Just a huge fucking like uh, storage container that's refrigerated, uh, which you don't need to refrigerate halloumi, but the festival's like got to be refrigerated. So it's fine, uh, but um, yeah. So like that's where I watched Beyonce, um, watched Elvis Costello from there. It's great. Oh my days, that's mad. I'm. I mean, I'm constipated thinking about it, but that's mm-hmm. great. <laughs> It means it means a lot to people. They come back every year. Like it's very wow. important to them. It's really funny, but um, uh, yeah. So so the first year that that I went, uh, my buddy Kenny and I, we were trying to figure out where to camp, and we ended up just camping in accidentally in like the VVIP area because security wasn't really around because we got there two days before it started, so everything's just kind of loosey goosey. Right. And then we had to every day we had to bribe our way in to see our tents. <laughs> And we got to the point where we got on we got on such good terms with the security guys that worked there. Like we brought them each cases of beer and we talked to them for a little while. And then they just got us the wristbands we needed. So they're like, just so you guys don't have any hassle, don't worry about it. And so we could just go everywhere in, in Glastonbury. It was amazing. It was amazing. Just another testament of like they're just guys with a job. It's not they're not guarding the president, you know? Yeah, this is the show <laughs> title, I'm sure. Uh <laughs> I was going to circle back to cameras. Thank you very much. Um, I've been putting a lot of Irish on my, a lot of Ireland on my Instagram stories. And nice. I'm usually very self-conscious about posting a lot on social media, but it's literally just pictures of dogs and woodlands. So I'm just like, if people aren't here for this, then what are they here for? Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is all Instagram is for as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> How are your dogs? Are they happy to see you? They're okay. I will put in a, a tiny little disclaimer. If they start barking, I have to go and, and check on them. <laughs> All right. Um, that, that just, I don't trust them, but I love them. Uh, mm-hmm. But they're also very persistent. Each one of them barks for different reasons. So Elsa barks right. when she's stressed. Okay. Um, and she barks a lot. She has the loudest, deepest bark. And it's quite scary if you don't know her, but she's she doesn't there's no bite to it she um is she just barks when she gets anxious or stressed so if a car drives past that's her she's gone and so that is fine if she's barking there's usually a reason but it does take a while to calm her down so i have to go and check on her odie will bark for food (laughs) he just barks when he wants food now Elsa has a bark collar so if we're putting her out and we don't want her to start barking we put a collar on her and it stops her from barking it's not a shock collar as such it's like a a kind of rough vibration it doesn't really hurt her it just makes her stop barking which kind of helps her as much as it helps us because she works herself up she gets like more stressed if she starts barking and doesn't know how to stop um oh odd but we tried to train Odie on the bark collar (laughs) 
and <laughs> it he basically learned that the the collar will let you bark once it lets you bark once and then it emits a little kind of sound to let you know to stop barking and then if you mm. bark again it will kind of shock you or kind of vibrate or whatever okay so he learned that he could bark once leave it a minute and then bark again <laughs> so he just has the most annoying bark he just food staccato food. yeah <laughs> food. and now he hasn't had the collar on him in years because we realized it doesn't work but mm. he just keeps barking and i will say this every he's a golden retriever golden retrievers mm. are too clever for their own good the last one we had, we had a because we have a fence collar for them as well, which means they don't go outside the boundary. Um, okay, yeah. We only use it to train them. Once they're trained, they kind of don't need to go outside it. Um, mm. But the old, the other retriever that we had, he learned that if he wanted to leave the boundary and he had the collar on, he just had to run really fast past the gate. If he <laughs> ran fast enough, it wouldn't shock him. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're just they're too clever um and i i remember hearing about somebody else's dog who realized that he could get close enough to the boundary for it to start beeping and if he just Mm. stood there for a little bit too long because these um collars work on like a they only need to do something for brief periods so the battery generally doesn't isn't engaged very much but he realized that if he stood next to it, the beeping would run the battery down after a few minutes. Wow. And he could just wander through. <laughs> oh, my God. It's insane. Okay, I will say one of them is barking right now. No, he heard you talking. That's Elsa. So I'm actually going to have to go and get her. Um, I don't know if you guys can All hear right. that. Probably not, though. No. Um, no. It's a fairly dense house are you okay double the fort for yeah, like I'll be two all right. minutes yeah, okay. yeah 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 i'll be back in a sec all ask right. chris questions <laughs> hi whoa jesus that's so big um hey yeah so uh john's not here um because we're still working out time zones and stuff he's in australia doing melbourne right now and uh so it's uh, uh so it was ashley and i which sucked. i was gonna i was actually gonna cop out of today uh but here we are now it's just me I got fucked. Um, you guys got any questions? Any Toronto stuff? Uh, we might all be ministers when you get back, but he'll hold down the fort. Yes. Yes, Richard. Has anyone done anything with their minister stuff? I haven't. I carry it around just in case. Just in case I need to clean up my image in front of some uh, some some uh, figures of authority. But I haven't, I haven't done anything with it yet. Man, Toronto is big and there's this okay so you guys are you guys are in all kinds of cities this is the only city i've ever been in where downtown there are full detached houses so many just homes which i don't i don't think i've ever seen in a major city before and people were complaining i'm complaining about it's like trying to find a place out here is a nightmare and then i got here and i went oh that's why it's because you don't have any goddamn apartment buildings it's all fucking homes. Uh, Toronto's the home of the largest, longest street in the world. That's right. I think that's the Danforth, 
which Dre craps about. Is the stuff Gorilla still outside the electronic shop? I have no idea. Was it Young Street? Oh, damn, cool. Um, yeah, I have no, I have no idea. I don't know what electronic. Shop. I've been here for thirty, maybe forty-two hours. Um, it's good though. Comedy scene seems good. Saw some comics last night. Some of them were very funny. Some of them were not. Some of them were terrible. Uh, saw my buddy Dylan Gott, friend of the show. Dylan Gott. He was out. That was good to see. Uh, yeah, stupid zoning laws mean that's just about the only thing that can be built in a lot of places, despite them being really shit money space-wise and people wanting other things. That's insane. Hey, Cammy, how you doing? Stores on Queen Street somewhere. Okay, Queen Street. There's a lot of Queen Street, but if I see it, I promise I'll let you know. That's nuts, Tet. I can't believe that that's the case because... Okay. It's absolutely ludicrous. <laughs> hey, what's going on? How's how's well, your dog? Well, this is what has had to happen. <laughs> yeah, stream dog, stream dog. <laughs> Make so yourself full Dizzy. screen. The people want to see it. I, I can't do it Dizzy on my phone. I has been on the show before. Hang on. Yeah. Full screen. There we go. There this you is go. Dizzy. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys can see, but she has very milky eyes. She's pretty mm. blind. Um, <laughs> don't go all cute now. <laughs> she is 13 years old. Um, and she's very cute. So this is Dizzy. She is the last one. Um, so the reason Dizzy barks, well, it's whenever she wants anything. Um, <laughs> fair enough. She's blind. So just now, it's because she could get herself onto the couch, but um, couldn't get herself off the couch. Uh. Um, <laughs> so she was barking at me to get her down. Um, <laughs> and I didn't realize I had left the stool in the place for her to get up onto the couch. <laughs> um, so that's why she was barking. But she was also finished eating something because she wouldn't eat earlier, even though she barked at me for her food earlier, but then she didn't want it. So uh. she's very fussy. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's just gonna have to sit here and behave for the rest of the show. <laughs> I believe in her. Yeah, Sweet she's, little blind she's dog. generally pretty good. You're pretty good, aren't you? You just can't really do much for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> she really can't do very much by herself. <laughs> I feel like I should adjust my camera angle so that you can see her on my lap. People yeah, would love okay. that. Give the people what they want. Except the podcast is, listeners. They can't see a damn thing. Yeah, fuck the podcast listeners. Hey, podcast listeners. Okay. Podcast listeners, you're subscribe, missing a dog. Rate it. <laughs> There's a whole dog you're right there. It's a dog. You're too good for a blind dog, podcast listeners? <laughs> Jesus. Monsters. Oh, hang on. It's not quite... Ah, okay. I'm really concerned. I'm going to show off some, like important documents in the background but for my dad i turned over all of these ones so that they were like facing downwards because <laughs> i don't know what they are <laughs> that's counter espionage um, 101 yes because I, I i'm allowed to dox some people but my dad is not one of them <laughs> <laughs> i love how the number of photos that come out where it's like it turns out that just a very important document was just on a desk during a press photo. <laughs> I know. Like, Guys, 
come on now. You're you're not filling us with confidence. Yeah. Um, what did you talk about while I was gone seeing to the dog? Oh no, I was just talking about it's weird that Toronto is Toronto's the only city that I've been to where like in the downtown core, mm-hmm. there's houses, full detached homes. And that's mostly that there's there's almost no apartment buildings compared to other cities. Wow. It's unbelievable. It's so odd. And it wasn't like, because I was looking for apartments out here, right? When I was in BC and it's so expensive and uh, like not a lot of uh, uh, opportunities, but I was like, why is that? And then when I was walking around, I was like, oh, this is why. It's because you think it's the seventies. Build a goddamn apartment building and let us live, man. <laughs> there is no Maybe supply. Maybe bring the rent prices down. <laughs> It absolutely would. There'd be so many more places to live. Oh, dear. Oh, no. I've never yeah. been to Toronto. Um, I've never been to Canada. Um, But I would like to go. I have a friend who lives in Toronto. Now I have two friends that live in Toronto. Um, so I need to go there. Um, I just found out today that one of my old friends lives down the street from this Airbnb. She's two blocks away. <laughs> That's much. <laughs> yeah, I, I sent her. I sent her a message, and it was like, "Well, we'll try to figure out a place on Tuesday." And I was like, "You're the local, so you pick the place." And she goes, "Where do you live?" And I sent her the address, and she just sent me a screenshot of Google Maps. I'm a seven minute walk from her house. I had that exact thing when I moved to Glasgow with a friend. They just sent me. I I said my address, and they sent me back a screenshot of Google Maps, and it was three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're going to get annoyed at me, aren't you? <laughs> She's going to get annoyed because she can't lie down on... Okay, uh... what if I hold you like that? Okay, that's better. There we go. We got some <laughs> snuggles. We got some snuggles going on, exactly. She is all about cuddles. Um, She sleeps in the bed with me. <laughs> okay. And the whole night she will... It's amazing. Like She's so tiny and I'm in a big king size bed i'm sleeping in my parents bed at the moment because mm-hmm. they're away why not um yeah and she will nudge herself into my back like she has to be making body contact at all times mm-hmm. so she wriggles herself into my back and through the night she'll just keep wriggling and like push me over to the edge of the bed <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like i wake up almost falling off the bed and there's this tiny little dog has <laughs> taken up the whole rest of a king size bed. Hi, I'm Ashley Manning, and I'm bullied by an old blind dog. <laughs> That's exactly. Can you spin around <laughs> on that chair and say, "We meet again, Mister Bond"? I don't think yeah, this we... dog can pull that off. <laughs> I think you, I think you can do it. All you need is half, and then you just stroke the head. You just slowly stroke the head. There you go. But you got to turn around. You got to turn to face us first. Oh, I'll pull my mic though. Hang on. Uh, I think you'll be all right. Your ear doesn't move much. Okay. You're good. You're good. You're good. Yes. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) I saw myself. I saw myself and I felt too silly. Do it again. Start it again. Okay. I'll never be an actor. 
Okay, here we go. <laughs> we meet again, Mr. Betts. <laughs> <laughs> I improvised. Um, I don't know how good it was. It's really warm in this office. Christ. Okay, that film would yeah, be a lot right. more it, adorable if that dog was in it. <laughs> it would have been so hard to take Blofeld seriously if he's just got this sweet little dog in his <laughs> We meet again. I'm... Can I offer you some refreshments? It's a pleasure to see you. <laughs> <laughs> informant slot um what was it uh blowjob felt yeah that was a good memory yes that was that was still i think one of my favorite shows that we've done that was so silly that was so it good was so silly i can't believe he wrote it that's he really did it he really i know did it. i really wow. like people say they're gonna do things a lot you know creatively mm. And it never happens, but mm. he really did it. <laughs> Will did it. Do we have any updates on what is probably wrong with him now? I feel like every time we hear from Will, he's fallen over or he broke something. I think he sat on his glasses recently. He had, yes. Uh, so I actually keep meaning to message him about that because he lost his good glasses at Christmas and now he's just sat on his pair of glasses. <laughs> so I'm wondering how he's making his way through the world. <laughs> <laughs> um, we should get him on soon to clarify. <laughs> oh dear! I've oh, that's to nice. Cameron's so listening to that podcast. Yeah. That's so cool. That's cool. Yeah, I I think it's it is. If you were new to the show and you kind of wanted to get like a vibe straight off the bat without going back to episode one or something, because that would be insane. Um, yeah. I would I would recommend to anybody to go and listen to that informant slut show because it's a yeah. lot of fun. That was a long one though, right? Wasn't that like one of the eight hours or something? It was four hours. Was it only I four? Think. Oh, okay. Oh, maybe well, yeah, it's in it there. was longer. I think it was. I think it was one of our mega streams. I genuinely but... do not remember. But it's in there, guys. So give it a listen. It's right near the end. It's like the last hour, probably. So like yeah. a normal episode, but just us reading a script written by Will Duggan. And he did a great job. And the he cast did, did a, a great job. job. Ashley Story, Marilyn Robinson. Great stuff. Yeah. Was David, was was David Hoare in that one? David's been sending me he tracks was. from his new album. David Hoare played... Good. David Hoare played two different characters, I think. And one of them died... Um, it was yeah, a normal length show. A, oh, damn! It was a normal length show. That's mad. That's crazy. I was so thinking it was a, a mega stream, though. Um, that's insane. It was just a normal length show. <laughs> <laughs> um, it simultaneously seems like it would have been eight hours, and like it could have been half an hour. You know? <laughs> yeah, I think the reading itself took a while, but uh. It did. It, it, it couldn't have been exactly a normal length show. It probably ran over a bit. Yeah, but it feels like an event. I'm surprised that that wasn't part of a bigger... But yes. I'm glad. Oh, David Hoare played Greg Henchman and David V. Hoare. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, he sent me something from his, his album as well. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty fun um, stuff. I'm looking forward to hearing it. Yeah. So many fun albums happening. Um, <laughs> I totally seamlessly plugged your album there. Um, yeah. 
didn't you Keep do something afterwards too did we do something afterwards i think we had a few drinks and stayed chatting <laughs> maybe i'm not entirely yeah, certain that sounds that sounds likely i honestly have no mm-hmm. memory i don't i don't yeah. know yeah I, I barely remember it um, so what do you? How are you filling your days in Cork? You walk the dogs. You don't have to. I walk the dogs. I go swimming three times swimming. a week. Yeah. Um, and at the moment, I'm watching all of the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> extended cuts. You've got the time. I'm not doing the extended cuts. Uh, I probably should have. Now that I, yeah, in hindsight, that would have been the thing to do. <laughs> I have very poor attention span, though, at the moment. I'm very distracted easily. Um, and then I'm kind of just, like, attempting to plan my life a little bit. I'm doing a lot of research on work that I'd like to get into doing. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm really quite taken with the film stuff that I was doing there a while ago. I kind of want to keep going with that, but I just need to find the ways into some of the training courses and stuff like that. So... Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I'm trying to do. And also, I'm just fucking tired. I'm just chilling out. Yeah. Um, you know, and with the dogs, literally, the day goes in so quickly because they're so demanding. Like, they're so needy. Yeah. <laughs> the neediest dogs that have ever lived. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's... Uh, I'm keeping busy. <laughs> Good. Yeah. I'm been, I'm, so I'm sharing this place with my, with my friend. And right now, he's... He just passed his test to be a pilot for Air Canada again because he was, mm-hmm. and then the pandemic hit, and he was new to the company, so that they let him out because last in, first out. Mm-hmm. Um, but he just passed it again, so he's got like a month of training to do, and then he moves out to Vancouver. But um, it's so fun because like I've just been napping all day, like I just haven't mm-hmm. done anything. And I saw him when I came out because I wanted to tell him that I was going to do the podcast because I wasn't sure excuse me, how I was going to record it. And I was like, if you just hear me talking to nobody, I am talking to someone. I haven't lost my mind. It's There's something happening. <laughs> and he looked so tired because he's just been learning about what to do if you run into a storm, like how to avoid oh, storms. Gosh. That's so stressful. And all the protocols and things like that. And I never thought about it, but of course it's like, you go around, but you have a, you have a specific amount of fuel. So if that's a big-ass storm. He was saying there's all these things of like, I mean, we could go to the right, but then we might just get sucked into this other storm. We could go to the left where there's more space, but uh, uh, that's a lot longer. And we might not have enough fuel to get where we need to go. And so it was like, oh, damn, there's so much, you know, I always, the way people talk about flying a plane now is very much like, we just push a button and it takes off. You push a button and it lands. But there's so many decisions that you have to make while in the air. Yeah. Just to, and I've, I found out last night, so we went out for drinks um, after, after and during my shows. And um, he, the number of things that he explained that uh, airlines do that's just so they don't get sued. <laughs> so like a lot of the, a lot of the things are like the reason that they'll put on the seatbelt sign so often, even if the turbulence isn't that bad is because just in case it is that bad, the first thing that the, 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 lawyer is going to ask is was the seatbelt sign on wow because if it wasn't then you got to do a lot of proving to say that you that you didn't have time to do that it came out of nowhere um and that's all logs and logs and logs but if you just go yeah it was on then it's like okay then they basically can't sue you that's that's on them 
but so just little things like that like yeah there's so much yeah sometimes they do have to go through uh i've been on those ones boom that's uh i have i've had some uh, that feeling of i thought we were gonna have it actually the other day you know that thing where you're flying and then all of a sudden you just feel it go poof yeah and it it feels like you landed on something but you're in the sky and that makes it worse yeah and i hate that (laughs) Maybe you hit a bird. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Um, The whole crash into the ocean and people surviving thing, that doesn't happen. Yeah, I think that's a myth. All right, if you hit the water, you're probably dead. (laughs) Yeah, Um, I think they're like, yeah, there may be a couple planes that you might be able to pull it off, but not like a 747. That shit is over. Yeah. But they like to give us hope. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, panic's the worst thing, right? Panic's the yeah. worst thing you can do and things like that. So if you give panic people a plan, if you give people a plan and the impression that you know what you're doing, everyone calms down and they'll listen to what you're saying. And so yeah. you're less likely to have pandemonium on your hands. Because as, yeah. as soon as people panic, then it's over. And you can't, there's no reasoning. Yeah, you can't, you're just gonna you do can't do anything. Shit. You're definitely not going to save anybody. Whereas... The less people that panic, the more someone can survive, Um, even if it was only one person. I mean, yeah, I, my folks, I'm sure I've mentioned it before, but they're, they were scuba divers and Mm -hmm. they, um, so I grew up learning a lot about the ocean and like the number one rule that they taught us from day one was do not panic like it was just every they would chuck us into the water they're just like you can't panic you need to keep your wits about you if you panic you're gonna drown like that and that's true um uh and I always remember my mother telling me a story they they always used to tell us this story about this guy called Blue Peter and he was called Blue Peter because he nearly died at sea um and he to the point where he turned completely blue um that was why they called him Blue Peter. And um, my mom and my dad actually saved him. Um, they brought him in and they had to give him full CPR. And my mother had to carry, she was like bringing air tanks down to wow. like pump oxygen into him and all this sort of thing. So they like had to work to bring him back to life. Mm. And um, <clears throat> she always used to tell us that story. And then she'd be like, I think, as soon as he started breathing again I walked over to some rocks and I puked my ring up (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but I stayed cool until then (laughs) (laughs) Um, and so she used to always tell us that um, they were pretty good for solid advice yeah they were pretty good for teaching us um, things like that she I remember people used to always be surprised that our folks let us like help them cook to the point where we were tiny little children with giant knives um Mm -hmm. and they would always be like how do you let your child hold that big knife and my mother's answer was always just like I've told them it's very sharp (laughs) um which she did I remember being maybe two years old and her nearly screaming at me because I put my hand up while she was chopping vegetables and yeah and she lost it at me she was always just she always was like you there's no messing around with knives no messing around in the kitchen 
um, and she showed me she still has this like huge scar on her hand from when she put her hand under a knife when she was like four so Ooh. she she was like physically able to go this do you want this yeah <laughs> um we had and, a we had a teacher like yeah. that in our school who had burns all <laughs> over his arms and uh wow. and the school would just get him to go and talk to all of the classes at one point <laughs> in the year and he would just be like this is what happens when you mm-hmm. put butter on a burn he put butter on a burn his mom did oh my god because that's what that's what she thought would help yeah just cold and wet um but and didn't just didn't know any better and it was probably some wives tale that that's what you do if you have a burn is you put butter on it you know oh that's awful that is awful i hate that so much <laughs> so fucking wild he's like yep That's not butter my, my mom like my mom grew up um a lot of her family worked in food and in kitchens um and so she just had all of these horror stories and i i remember my great-grandmother um who i i had the fortune of knowing until i was about 11 um she mm. was still alive until then but i always i remember her story was that she worked in a oh i want to say like some sort of butchers there it was a place where they cut meat anyway so they had those big meat saws like the spinning wheel ones mm-hmm. and she was cleaning it <laughs> She was cleaning it, and I don't know what exactly happened, but it ended up that she, like, okay, Dizzy, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> she, like, sliced halfway, like, into her finger, like, right lengthwise? Off into it. Lengthwise. Ah, that's so much worse. She, it's so much worse than it just coming clean off the top, but she went ah. right up into it lengthways. But I mean, lengthways, she was able to put it back together, and she still had it at ninety-three years old. So. That's pretty cool. That's yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. Steve, you're right. John would be puking right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, I don't like that. That's. John. I mean, we had we had um we we had cafeteria class, and it was like you would cook cafeteria and then, class. Yeah, sort of. I don't know what it was. I never took it, but like some of my friends were in it, and um. So they would. We had a cafeteria that sold hot food, and students ran the kitchen. And oh wow! Okay. So you would learn how to cook all these different things, and it was all it was shitty, but it was you know it was a cool credit. And you learn a, you learn an important skill, and yeah. um, and one of my friends slicing meat, same machine, just cut off the end of his finger, just gone. Oh, and another one of my buddies was in there and saw it happen, and he said there was this moment where Matt cut off sort of the end of his finger. And then um, froze just <laughs> as he like just took account of what was going on. <laughs> and then my friend said, you could just see it like he was like, nope, confirmed. I have cut off the end of my finger. Oh, no. <laughs> and then chaos, just screaming and running and didn't like he was like 16. So he like he didn't even think to like put his finger in something to like stop. He was just waving it around oh, like he was in a cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Just blood, just blood everywhere. Oh, it is it's it's very um traumatic when Ooh. freak things happen like we've had quite a few um 
really, really frightening things like that. And it is mad how you just sort of weirdly cope, but your brain is also just not processing it. And mm -hmm. there's also like the fear is so present, <laughs> but you're not really acknowledging it for quite a while. Yeah, and... I was, I had a few of those when I was bartending. Like I cut off the end of one of my fingers. I had a, I think I told you about the wine glass that stabbed like down into my hand. Ooh, no, you and... that. <laughs> oh, really? No. So, okay. So what happened was, um, excuse me. Um, I was polishing a wine glass, but like an idiot, I was holding the, the flat part at the bottom of the stem. Uh -huh. Never do that. Never do that when you're polishing glasses. Hold the actual glass in your hand and polish around. Um, okay. So I was polishing it, holding the end of the stem, and the bottom broke off. And then the stem, which was now a jagged piece of glass, just went right into my hand. <laughs> uh, just under this knuckle. I still oh have a scar God. there. And it went all the way, all the way down. Down into my palm. <laughs> straight down. So, so I had, I just had like my hand and then a wine glass sticking out of it. It looked like it was like another finger. <laughs> and I remember, I must have told this on here before because I remember, because um, it turns into a sex story. And I was. Um... <laughs> I don't think we've heard this sex story either. <laughs> and so I, uh, um, so I just, I didn't, this is one thing that like I've learned about myself, which is kind of cool is I'm not, I do not panic. Like it, it's yeah. just not in me to do. And so, so I just went, okay. And I just slowly pulled it out and then I covered the wound <laughs> and then whatever John is going, no, 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 no. It doesn't know why. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, so I pulled it That's out and I like, saying. I covered it, but we didn't have for some reason our our first aid kit someone else probably fucking cut themselves earlier our first aid kit didn't have what i needed so i ended up taking um you know blue roll you know the big rolls of like mm -hmm. blue paper that they have in bars and restaurants i just wrapped it around my hand real tight yeah and then and then put tape around that and i was like this will have to do and this girl that i'd been dating but like we'd broken up but she like came back to just have like a little bit of fun it was like her brother's birthday and so she wanted to like spite skip his birthday party to have sex with me and <laughs> so she's so she's what she just watched this happen <laughs> she's like oh my god she's like are you okay i was like i'm totally fine don't worry about it like no tendons were cut it was so lucky it was so lucky like nothing my hand so works fine lucky. and um <laughs> and she goes all right well should we go upstairs? I was like, hell yeah. Jesus. So, you so went, we went and had sex while your hand was wrapped in blue roll and probably still bleeding profusely. Oh, it was absolutely bleeding profusely. Christ, um, Christopher. And at one point she was like, she was really hot. And I remember at one point she was like, do you, can you like not have the blue roll on your hand? I was like, it's either blue roll or blood everywhere. So you, that's up to you. <laughs> <laughs> she went, that All right, fine. is insane. This story is horrible. That's just come up. Yes, meatballs. 
I was once in Glasgow Central Station, approaching the escalators, and a woman screamed. She had seen a man who had attempted to walk up the down escalator. As a result, he was rolling over and over, beating his head and arms and legs bloody. I froze for a good 10 seconds before hitting the escalator stop button. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, damn. That's horrific. I get uh... the fear anytime I'm behind children on an escalator. I'm just like, I'm going to have to save this kid's life. I'm really? just watching them so much and, and I, I every time I go on an escalator if there's kids around I am looking at where the stop button is wow have you have you ever like actually no I've never seen it happen <laughs> had your mom instilled fear in you whoa that came through choppy what was that <laughs> oh sorry um did you ever have you ever actually had to do that or was that just some like a fear that was instilled in you from a kid from like a an urban myth or something that you heard it's just a fear um i think it feels like something did happen but i don't remember it maybe um oh i don't know i i um, i don't know i think i've always just found them a bit scary <laughs> Okay, um, but I have very bad anxiety, so I find everything scary. And every time I'm at Fair the top enough. of the stairs, my I, like I just I get really bad intrusive thoughts. So every time I'm pretty much doing anything, I'm imagining a scenario where it's going to go horrifically wrong. Um, so every time uh, I'm at the top of the stairs, I see myself fall down the stairs. Like that's a okay. vision that comes into my head. Um, so okay. I then think, that makes that makes sense then. Yeah, because <laughs> so I've had. I've had is. two separate people fall on me on the on the escalator. Really? Within a week. It was oh weird. It had never happened to me before. Sorry about all the lighting changes. I'm coming inside. Um okay. and then adjusting where I'm sitting. Um but uh yeah, within within one week, uh two separate women just fell. Just full, just down, like no one pushed them, nothing happened. <laughs> they were just down. I remember the first one was uh, uh, this older Asian woman, and she was with her daughter. And the daughter, I guess, was like a step above the mom. Uh -huh. And this woman just just fell, and I like I just caught her, and I helped her stand back up, which she put in no effort to do. She just let me do it <laughs> to her. <laughs> it was like it was like you know that picture people take of the Leaning Tower of Pisa, where they're like ah, yeah. <laughs> it was that, but in real life. And I just put this woman back on her feet and then she did not she did not look at me she did not thank me she did not acknowledge oh that anything had happened she just just stood kept facing up and just went about her life that's ridiculous <laughs> behavior it was very silly like i remember sadaf was with me and we just burst out laughing we just couldn't believe <laughs> just could not believe and um and like the reason, the reason that I mentioned that she was Asian is because we were trying to figure out is like, is that like an Asian culture thing where you just keep moving forward? There's no, like you don't have to acknowledge it. We're like, wait, is this Maybe. just a weird lady or is this a culture that I don't know anything about? But um, the second time, like no joke, five days later, <laughs> this um, this woman who, and this Matt, this this matters for the story, but she was she was very obese. She was like American obese. Okay. And so she fell and got um, like stuck as she fell back on the escalator. And she kept like screaming about her baby. Baby was fine. 
Okay. But we were, the baby was in like a papoose kind of thing. Okay. And so I, I ran up just to hold her just so that she wouldn't like roll down the escalator. And another woman ran up next to me and pulled the baby out of the papoose and sort of held the baby as it went up. She had a friend with her as well who did not help at all. <laughs> also just stood, just stood above and was just like, man, that sucks. You just fell on the escalator. <laughs> just didn't say <laughs> shit. This woman the whole time is just screaming while I'm trying to help her up. And then finally we get to the top. Again, no thank you. No acknowledgement. Just takes her baby. Doesn't thank the lady for saving her baby. Oh my god. And then just walks off. Just People. People. Come on. If somebody helps you after you fall, you say thank you. It was remarkable. Twice in one week. Never happened before. Yeah, it must just be like this culture of being so embarrassed that you need to just leave the situation as quickly as possible with as little interaction as possible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's got to be that, right? It's got to be some sort of shame thing. That must be just an embarrassment thing, I'm sure of it. Either that, or like you imagine having like the kind of sense of entitlement that you assume that everywhere you fall, you basically crowd surf. Someone yeah. will catch me. This is just living a trustful life at all times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, wild. I have to sneeze. <laughs> Sees dead peeps. I'm okay. That escalated quickly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh my days. Have you ever fallen down the stairs? <laughs> Oh, for sure. A bunch of times. Yeah. The worst, I don't mind falling down the stairs because down is the way that you're supposed to fall. That's understandable. I have uh-huh. fallen up the stairs and that is mortifying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I hate um, falling up. Oh, God, I hate falling up the stairs. Just <laughs> falling up the stairs is more embarrassing, but falling down the stairs is definitely scarier. It, uh yeah de- yeah absolutely even like yeah. even that thing of you take a step and you think there's a step and you're at the end yes and that abrupt even that's like scary but yeah but it's that's fine i'll get over that i'll get over the bruises but there's something about going for a step clipping your toe and just <laughs> just down and it's all <laughs> corners at least when you're falling down the stairs there's flat surfaces but if you fall yeah. up it's all corners it's just <laughs> it is all corners it's like when you true. like when you leave a parking lot in the wrong direction and they got those spikes up that go down if you're driving in but if you go out it pops all your tires oh god That's, yeah I, I fucking hate falling up the stairs it's the worst yeah i really hate when that sort of thing you know when you're walking along a street and then there's just a rogue stone that has like a lip sticking up out of it and you mm hit it with your toe or something that always like I, I always feel that in my entire body you know <laughs> it it gets your whole chest and everything it's not fun oh that's I like a uh, yeah, boomstickery says uh yeah it's a real driving into a lighthouse territory <laughs> <laughs> i forget that story and every time i'm reminded of it it's equally funny that's so um funny. And John's reaction to it was 
is to this day that is one of my favorite clips is john reacting to <laughs> mary elaine driving into a lighthouse actually he did it wasn't even the reaction of her driving into it it was the reaction of her working in a lighthouse he was just like <laughs> what <laughs> um i followed up doing concrete it? stairs while carrying my son when he was about to smash my shin but saved the boy oh uh, dear. that's good dad that's good that dad that is good. Love um, those dead reflexes. Yeah. yeah. That's a whole genre of YouTube video. Have you watched any of those? Dads just saving no. toddlers at the last second? Oh my god, we should totally bring some of those up. D definitely do. They are absolutely wild. You just end up being like, this is being a dad. Like, they talk about the superhuman strength that moms get. Like, they'll lift a car kind of stuff. And dads just get, like, Spider-Man agility sometimes. Where you go, how did you do that? <laughs> That's crazy. Okay, let me see if I can get a good video of this. Um, super dads saving their kids' lives. There you Compilation go. Compilation 2018. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've got an ad, but that's fine. It's going to take me that long to bring up the screen. Yeah, some of those are crazy. As Boom Sigri says, yeah, men that look like Homer Simpson turn into Usain Bolt. It's absolutely true. <laughs> they go nuts. So Kirsten says, uh, I don't like putting the light on in the hallway because spiders, damn. Um, but it does cause issues when you have a black cat and it's night. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, so no. you're not just falling upstairs. You're kicking your cat. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, no. Dizzy, you're too hot. That's why you're getting a little annoyed with me. Let me put you on the floor. Let's go sit on that. Yeah. Decent chance she's going to bark at me to go out. <laughs> yeah, Steve, some of them that. are crazy. Like, I remember um, there's the one, there's like a sledding one that stands out in my mind. Um, okay. Thankfully, no kicking cats. No kicked cats. It's usually to avoid kicking the cat. Nice work, Kirsten. That's great. Um, oh, we're sitting. We're sitting down. Oh. And oh, we're lying down. We're comfy. Yes. We're good. <laughs> yes, just wanted the right. company. Yes. <laughs> oh, she honestly, she doesn't like to be left alone at all. Mm. Um. Right. Let's see what these dads can do. Oh, Landon, let's not start. Oh dear, like this is treacherous. Let's walk back down, dude. Okay, we're watching two. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the first one? Holy shit. This isn't as exciting as I thought it was going to be. No, these ones aren't great, but there's going to be okay. some doozies. It's, it's been so long since I've heard drum and bass. Whoa, what was that? Oh, he almost fell down that grate. That's pretty good. Wow. Can you mute it? Yes, let's mute it. I hate this music. music is terrible. <laughs> I forgot That's that funny. muting nice it was catch. an option. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so we got a kid running okay, in a parking lot. A, a dad immediately road. is heading <gasps> out, sees it. Whoa. Oh, it, right into the road. Wow. Jesus. Good dad. Not not as close to call as I'm used to, though. We're going to see some doozies. No. I do want them to get slightly more. Oh, oh, oh my god! What? 
Oh. He kept her head from hitting the floor and then flipped over her. That's impressive. That's like Spider-Man, Dad. That gymnastics dad was amazing. The way he like changed her flip as well. Yeah. What's happening here? Whoa! Whoa! What? Whoa! Last what is that second. Car doing? Grabs the kids. <gasps> car just went awry. Oh my god! Holy shit! That's pretty... that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's the one we came to see. Oh, the swing just broke? <laughs> he just <laughs> caught him. Oh, baby down. There you go. Oh, nice. he got him. Nice catch. Nice. Baby just went, I'm out of here. Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of too young to be putting up on your shoulders anyway. <sighs> what a save. Oh my god. Good work. The two of them. That's teamwork. Just a couple of dads here. Hey. <laughs> oh. Did I freeze or did the video freeze? I must have frozen. Hey, I'm back. I think it was me. <laughs> oh, was that you? I think it might have been me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just it assumed was... it was me. Video. Oh, the video froze. Cool. Oh, it was the Ash side. Oh, well. Yeah, that was me. Sorry about that. I closed the video, so it's gone. Um, <laughs> I closed it right, so, because I, it was stopping working. But yeah, that's mad. Um, have you ever, like done something semi-impressive like that. It, not necessarily saving a child's life, but, you know, reacted nice and quick. I, okay, I know that I have because I have memories of people around me going, oh! <laughs> but I have but no memory remember. of what it was. I have absolutely <laughs> no memory of what it was. That is very on brand for you. I feel like you could have saved a child's life and you just don't even remember <laughs> Yeah, someone will just remind me. Remember that kid? I'll be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was in the bathrooms of Ox 184 in Edinburgh. And, and that's one of my favorite bars, by the way. I think it's a great bar. And, yeah, that's where you put um, your moves on, on dudes. But aside from that, I still think it's a great bar. <laughs> they always have really good whiskey selection. And I just like the space and the tables and whatnot. I just think it's a nice place. And it's always open really late. And they do food till yeah, three in the morning. So That is great. I love that. Um, it is a nice place to go. But I was in the bathrooms there once. And I had just washed my hands. And I was going over to dry my hands on the hand dryer. And just as I put my hands underneath it, the whole thing fell off the wall. <laughs> And I just caught it in my arms. <laughs> and I really was just like, I'm drunk enough that somebody's going to think I did this. And I'm mm -hmm. not going to be a convincing argument <laughs> otherwise. <laughs> so I was really worried that I was just going to get like thrown out because I'd broken the hand dryer or something. And I think I, I was like trying to put it back up onto the wall and stuff, but it wouldn't go but it also wouldn't go down to the floor because it was cabled in. 
So I had to try and find a way to balance it up onto the sink and then just go down and tell the bar staff. (laughs) But I I was really just like, look, I'm really drunk and I swear this is what happened. (laughs) (laughs) Please believe me. Please believe me. Please don't throw me out. But there's a dangerous hand dryer in your bathroom. It's out to get us. I just remember being astounded that I'd caught it and Mm -hmm. that I was just stood there I I stood there for a good few minutes trying to figure out what to do (laughs) just holding and nobody nobody came into the bathroom in that whole time that I was like can anyone help me or see this (laughs) so I thought I imagined it but I don't think I did (laughs) I wish I wish when you caught it you just held it up into your chest and just gone shh it's okay (laughs) that would be super weird it's okay to let go. My dad seemingly saved me from going headfirst over a cliff when I was three. We were having a day trip at a castle and because I was such a wee skinny thing, I was able to get through the bars blocking off the sheer cliff on the other side. Oh my God. Whoa. That's terrifying. I bet they changed the bars after that. Nah. I mean, if they didn't, even even if they just put like a perspex in between or around the bars or something. Nah, there's no way. There's no way. That ten years later, maybe nothing to do with cameras. My. If she died, my, I, yes. Yes, if she had died, yes. Yeah. Um, I when I was less, I don't even think I was a year old. Yeah, I don't think I was quite a year old, but my mum was pregnant on my brother and she was wheeling a trolley, uh, like a shopping trolley, out of um, a supermarket in Dublin. And it had this little ramp thing down into the car park for the trolleys and buggies and stuff to go down. And so, um, but back then, trolleys only had three wheels. Um, And so she was wheeling a trolley out I was sat in the little baby seat thing and the whole trolley fell off the ramp um, and she managed to catch the trolley such that I wouldn't fall and hit my head. Yeah. Um, But she, I did like, I got, I got hit all up the side of my body from the edge of the trolley, but Mm. I didn't get my, I I didn't hit my head and I'm evidently fine. Um, But the security guards came out to help her and one of them said something along the lines of fuck's sake can't believe this has happened again and she went what (laughs) and she sued it was a tesco she sued tesco over it um and got a settlement and after that they started bringing in four wheeled trolleys Wow. Now, I'm pretty sure there were incidents like that all over the place. So there was like a collection of reasons to get four wheel trolleys. Um, but my mom was one of, she fully went for them. Um, and uh, it was because the security guard said it, it had happened before. She was like, I definitely have legal grounds if this has happened before. Wow. Um, the no, only we reason decided she ended it's up... your mom. Your mom's the reason that we have four wheel trolleys now. That's it. Yes. That's canon. My mom That's is the UTS reason for four-wheel trolleys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she, yeah, she was 
kind of winning the the case, I think, but they went hardcore for her because they ended up getting a witness against her who was a woman that she went to the gym with who apparently never liked her. Mm. And the woman was like, yeah, she's saying that she has a bad back from trying to catch the trolley, but she's in the gym lifting weights and she's in the gym all the time and mom was just like I, I was never trying to claim that I had a bad back I was only trying to claim that my child's life was put in danger wow. um, but because this woman came forward as a witness they she took a settlement her her solicitor advised her to take a settlement instead um, Jesus but it's mad but they still went and brought in the four-wheel trolleys so that's good yeah yeah um, I remember that might have oh, been part of the settlement was that they were going to do something about it. That's good. Yeah, yeah. it's canon now. Your mom's responsible yeah. for four wheel trolleys. <laughs> I remember a friend of mine. A friend of mine saved me. I was um, we were climbing this rock face because we were teenagers, mm-hmm. and um, it was like right next to the ocean, but not quite. Like if I'd fallen, I wouldn't have fallen into the ocean. I would have fallen under rocks, and then my corpse would have drifted into the ocean. Okay. And um, I remember it was, I was like, I played, uh, you know, I played all kinds of sports when I was a kid. I was in really good shape. I was, uh, um, had good control over my body. So I felt very, very confident. And I was climbing and I was doing fine. But then I guess I just grabbed what looked like stone and felt solid. But as soon as I put a bit of weight on it, it ended up just chipping off. Ooh. And I started to fall. And my buddy, real quick, just grabbed my wrist and gave me just enough time to get settled on the on the wall again and climb up that that was that mad that he caught you yeah that was nuts wow near yeah. misses eh <laughs> we don't yeah. count the near misses yeah <laughs> <laughs> as my mom always says we don't count them uh like um, yeah. i really have to pee so i will be right back okay um, <laughs> Please take me off screen because I don't have that ability. Oh, yes, ability. you don't have that ability. Okay, bye. Um, nice settlement. Every little helps. Seize dead peeps, you're on it with the puns tonight. Okay, we got a story from Kimmer's B. When my little story was... Sorry, when my little brother uh, was still a baby, mum was walking back after dropping me off a playgroup when a local soft drink company van lost control and rained glass bottles onto my mum and brother in his pram. Mum was cut and bruised, little brother thankfully saved by the pram, but if I had been there, then I'd have been battered because I used to sit in the tray under the baby seat. The pram was destroyed. Fuck. That's terrifying. Um, That's really, really terrifying. I mean... That sounds like a real freak accident then, though, a van losing control. I'm not saying, though, as if I'm trying to diminish the accident, but it doesn't sound like the kind of thing that would happen again. Um, It even destroyed a wall, Jesus. Um, At least I hope it hasn't happened frequently with those particular vans. Maybe there's a design fault. Maybe you could have sued. Uh, Who knows? (laughs) Um, There, I don't know so many near misses in my family well that's good you don't as we say we don't count the near misses um i don't know if anybody's ever had an opportunity pass them by to potentially sue someone but i i fell in a work environment once i fell in a kitchen 
And uh, they bought your mom a new pram as a settlement. Okay. Well, at least they did that, I guess. Um, David Hoare is here. Welcome in, David Hoare. And Baldy, welcome in. Um, a new pram as a settlement. I know that a friend of mine, she had her car written off because a cow walked into it. I'm very blurry, aren't I? I my lighting is not great, so it's not, it's not picking up my face separate from the beige background. I should have worn a different colour because I'm just all beige. But anyway, I, yeah, I'm slightly blurry, I think. Um, but yeah, a cow walked into her car on the road. I mean, it was on one of my Instagram stories during the week. There is frequently a cow on the road in West Cork and uh, they just get out sometimes. But yeah, I don't know if you've ever encountered a cow. They're very large. They're bigger than you think they are. I'm going to have to sneeze again, I think. Yeah, I sneezed. Um, I was today years old when I found out that Ashley wasn't a wall. <laughs> Thank you, David Hoare. That makes me feel great about myself. Um, yeah, she got given a new car, though. The farmer bought her a new cow a new car so that she wouldn't sue him because apparently that cow had mad cow disease and was supposed to be put to sleep. Chris is back. Speaking of mad cow disease. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, moo. Um, that's nuts. Mad cow. I forgot about that. I was, um, I was, I was listening the whole time um, while I was there. And uh, all I could think is that that, that truck that almost hit Kimmer's mom probably had three fucking tires. Went out. Oh, I just that took me too long to process. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe it did. Maybe it only had three tires, and that's why it. <laughs> it maybe that's why we don't have three tired vans anymore. Yeah, Mr. Um, Bean was the last. That's why he was so has ridiculous. Pig hitting story been told on stream. I. Don't I don't think so. Think so, but that's probably because it's part of the show. <laughs> I think <laughs> I'm not entirely certain, but I think that's uh, you know we got to keep some things. You know, you got to have some content when you come to see us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't even know what that's about. What that's about? I don't think I've heard that. I think I know it. Is it the? Is it? Or am I getting it mixed up with something else? Maybe I don't remember, but I don't. I actually don't remember. But I, it, I remember there being a story about a pig, um, and I think it's in the show that he's currently writing. But I'm not entirely certain. Ah, uh, gotcha. Um, oh, Baldy's got one. Uh, a tractor wheel fell off a tractor, rolled down the hill, and hit my mate's girlfriend one lunch lunchtime. Damn, that that's like was she okay? That's like how Maud Flanders died. Uh, Baldy, uh, she was okay, but she totally did that Prometheus thing of running away from it rather than moving to the side. <laughs> oh no, that's terrible. That's really terrible. So funny. My dad was at the top of a ladder three stories up. This is from Boomstickery. The guy holding it moved away. And my dad and the ladder went right down. He landed with his knee poking through the rungs. 
that does not sound like it's supposed to not pleasant. I just, I just, okay, so I, I just remembered one where I dodged something, and it was, I was, I used to paint houses for a little while, and um, there was I this. paint houses. <laughs> hey, <Sorry. laughs> and always eggshell, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and... <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oh, that was silly. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I read this ladder was like it was like a, like a three four story ladder it was huge, and the guy that was trying to set it up fucked it up, and it went the weight went over the the fulcrum, and so it started falling back. Remember, it was falling back towards me, and I didn't I didn't have time, and I could have jumped to either side, but it was moving really fast. And so I just eyed it up, and then I stood in place, and I Buster Keatoned it, and it just fell around me. <laughs> I have. <laughs> oh my god! And I remember my friend was like, "Did you just do that?" And I was like, "Hell yeah!" <laughs> Standing there, there's this huge ladder that was just like around. <laughs> Might not have been a ladder because the hole would have been big. It, it was whatever it was. The hole was big enough for me to just <laughs> zip through. <laughs> That's quite funny. Um, I actually, uh, to come back to this pig story, John did tell this on the podcast. This is not in his show. He told this on the podcast. Oh, okay. I don't remember it. Um, and I also just realized that the other pig story I'm thinking about was Garrett Millerick's pig story um, about his friend defrosting a whole pig for a party. <laughs> oh yeah that's right is that the one where they all threw up all over the backyard i think it's the one where they all end up shitting themselves yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he has to like clean it off the outside of the building or something <laughs> yeah there was a plumbing issue there was a lot there was a lot going on there there's a lot in that story there was yeah. a lot going oh david you're right uh mod was shot by a t-shirt cannon uh, what character was hit by a, a weird wheel doesn't matter um, um the last I thing like I told her to was no footlongs. <laughs> um what? Yeah, oh that's a that's the thing that uh, Ned Flanders after his wife dies. Uh, he goes okay. the last thing I said to her was no footlongs. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. What a terrible way to die. <laughs> yeah. By t shirt cannon? God yeah. damn. I, that's so silly. Um, I was watching. I during the week I watched um, Bridgerton. Uh, oh, how how is it? Is it okay without um, the dreamboat lead from the first season? It is because there, they, there's new like everyone in it is a dreamboat. To be fair, um, so they were able to uh, keep the um, sexual tension, as it were. I heard it's even tenser this season. I heard they doubled you know down I do, on the I do tension. not agree. I thought the first season was much sexier, oh, but this season okay. I did enjoy. I did enjoy it, but the first series was much sexier. I thought. Um, <laughs> I yeah, there was more sex in the first series. Like, well, that yeah. So I think I think that's what I heard was like they don't have as much sex in this one, but that's what makes it so hot. Mm. But. I haven't I haven't watched a second of Bridgerton. I don't know. I don't even know what accent the characters have. I assume British. It looks like <laughs> it a British, British thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Very yeah, British. that checks out. Yeah. Um and you know, <laughs> I get why people don't enjoy period dramas. It is all very oh poor rich people. 
Um, yeah. But I don't know. I find that they can be kind of good. And this one is, it's kind of, it's short enough. Like Downton mm. Abbey dragged on a bit. I really lost Downton Abbey somewhere along the way. But um, okay. Bridgerton is nice and short and sweet. And it's, it's good. But yeah, one of the characters, I don't, um, it's very new. So maybe I shouldn't talk about what happens in it because it's kind of spoilery. Mm, I, I mean, I don't care. But Does anyone may. care? <laughs> if you care, <laughs> stop listening for just a few minutes <laughs> and um, then just tune back in and hopefully I will have said it. So <laughs> this is your warning right now. Stop listening. Um, yeah, one of the characters dies from a... He gets a massive allergic reaction to a bee sting. Um, like in My Girl. I've, I've never seen My Girl. <laughs> he doesn't have his glasses on. He can't see without his glasses. Oh. You want to see my girl? Oh my god, oh. that's such a heartbreaking scene. Well, I just ruined the end of my girl for you, but it came out in the 80s, so that's on you. That's fair enough. I'll also forget probably by the time I actually see it. Um, but if you don't want to look, know the plot, look away now. Yeah, that's uh, I'm I'm done with it now, pretty much. But it's uh, yeah, it's just like oh, some people can just die for silly reasons, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that shit, that shit just happens, man. Yeah, people just die all the time. And, oh well. <laughs> <laughs> to quote Jay-Z, on to the next one. On to on the next, to the next one. one, exactly. My Girl 2 is apparently not worth it, according to Diamond Geyser. Um, How could it be? That first one was such a... Such Does beautiful little I'm sorry, childhood love story. How Stewface has spelt Macaulay is quite funny. Uh, Macaulay, Macaulay Culkins. <laughs> <laughs> That's very I'm sweet. I'm really sorry. I try not to laugh at spelling errors because I know that people uh, sometimes don't care. Sometimes have spelling uh, difficulties. But that's yeah. just quite funny. It's <laughs> very sweet. But it, like, it works. Like phonetically, it absolutely works. I still know who you're talking about. One hundred percent. You would never doubt who that is. But it is. <laughs> you absolutely cute. made that spelling your own, Stewface. Yeah, I really enjoy that, and I don't. I yeah, I never want to make um, anybody feel uh, self-conscious about anything. I had no idea how to write it. I just had to desperately throw out phonetics. <laughs> <laughs> if it doubt, desperately you throw it. out phonetics you, yeah, I mean, you absolutely got it, nailed it sort of <laughs> so um, if I die from a bee sting can Ashley do my eulogy you, oh so you actually could die from a bee sting that's terrifying mm. um, <laughs> I never like, got nah. stung I never got stung by a bee until I was 26 I think um, yeah, and so I was always kind of afraid I was allergic to them without knowing. Yeah, I still I still might be. I got a wasp when I was little. I was on the monkey bars, and a wasp was on the monkey bar, and my hand came down. And the wasp, understandably, stung me in the hand because it thought it was being attacked. <laughs> yeah. I can't even be mad at this wasp. But it was sort of, it reminded me of, um, well, I guess later on it reminded me of uh, being punched in the face. Because... Like like being punched in the face when you're stung by a wasp, you've got this idea in your head as a kid that it's like it's the worst pain ever, and you just go, oh, I mean that hurts, but it's not, 
I'm not gonna run around with like a big glowing thumb like in a cartoon or something. Like I'm okay. It's just my yeah. my fucking hand hurt. Yeah. And it was yeah. I remember it was the same for being punched in the face. You go, oh, is that it? All right, that's okay. <laughs> okay, damn it. All right. Yeah, I the when I got stung by a bee the time that I did, it took me two days to realize that's what it was. Um, so <laughs> I. I had gone out for a walk and it was at a time of the year where there was a load of daisies and so along on the walk I just started making a daisy chain as I was going along and because I'm adorable I put it in my hair mm-hmm. and um, then I started to get loads of bees around me <laughs> and I like f- was kind of trying to just gently flick them away and then I eventually just chucked the daisies out. Um, but then I had this little like spot on my hand for a few days and I was just like, what is with this spot? Like what? It's really sort of big and sore. And then I was just like, oh, it's a bee sting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Got, um, uh, said, uh, dead peep says I had a wasp fly into my shoe and sting me on the bottom of my foot. That Sky happened to bastards. my brother. That happened that to my sucks. brother, and then when he reached down to try and get the shoe off and get the wasp out, it stung him on his finger. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, that checks yeah. out. I had one that I will I would say is physically not as bad, but psychologically much worse, where um, I put on uh, slippers that I hadn't worn in a while. They were my favorite Batman slippers. I was like, oh. five? Oh. And I, I loved these slippers. And uh, apparently a bunch of spiders had made their home in there. Uh. And so I put my foot in and a bunch of spiders ran out over my foot and ankles and escaping. And I think probably for about 10 years, I didn't put shoes on without checking for spiders. Mm-hmm. That was, ooh, that was a bad, that was a bad day. That was yeah. a bad day. I've told Ruined. a story on the show before about why I hate flies, haven't I? <laughs> Oh, I, I can't remember. Let's relive it, shall we? <laughs> Yay! I um, I absolutely hate flies, especially the big, fat blue bottle ones. They are just foul. I can't deal with them. <laughs> I can deal with wasps and bees just about. Mm. Bees, I'm fine with. Wasps, I can deal with. Flies, get away from me. Um. Yep. When so there's two events. When I was about six years old, I was in the playground at school and I was running around having a carefree existence when a fly flew into my eye and it was a big, huge blue bottle fly and it got mm. stuck under the lid of my eye. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it got stuck there to the point where I couldn't get it out, I had to go in like friends at this point were getting teachers and I had to go in and I don't remember how it got out but I know that teachers had to help that happen and I was I just it was I remember it being there though I just remember that oh and it's wriggling because um, it's struggling to try to get yeah. out it's right up against your eye and your eyelids probably like yeah twitching I think out. it was like mm-hmm. on the outside of this eye and um, you're little, so you don't know how attached your skin is. So, like, yeah. is it going to go into your face? Yeah. Is that how the face works? Yeah, it's Oof. it's really scary. <laughs> and 
I think <laughs> maybe around the same time I had seen The Mummy. And mm. I don't know if you remember The Mummy, scarabs, but I can yeah. never watch that movie again because the scarabs emotionally scared me. Like that movie mm. scared me so much. The scarabs thing, it just <laughs> just really <laughs> freaked me out. It still freaks me out. Like I still dream that. And I have not seen that movie in oh, 20 wow. years. Damn. And I still gonna... think, it, like, every there's some movies that I just cannot unsee, and that's one of them. Um, but the second event that makes me despise flies is when I was 21, 20. I was 20, living in the Czech Republic. Oh, and I no. lived by Never myself. Never good stories. Never good stories. <laughs> Never good stories. If you're, if that's you're, the if one you're new part to the of podcast. my life I would completely remove and put in the bin. Uh, <laughs> Anything that happens in Prague is negative. It's always Everything bad. Everything was terrible. Everything was terrible. It's, yeah, it's a black mark oh, in my existence. I just remembered that woman that you worked with. Oh, my God. Sorry. Um, what woman that I worked with? Was it your there boss? So the one that, that sort of, like, befriended you, but then... Yeah, totally emotionally yeah. manipulated me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. I told you that. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I said that on the show, I'd say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so... Uh, Brendan Fraser and Rachel Weisz, though, yeah, it's a Stunning. you know it so almost cancels out the scarabs, so but hot. not quite. <laughs> mm. um, I just remembered you shitting in IKEA. Look, lads, <laughs> if this show is not just a collection of my trauma, then I don't know what you're here for. Like, I don't know what she you're expecting. Passed out. <laughs> <laughs> What is my life? Totally um, naked, faint shitting in an Ikea. Oh my yeah. goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That one makes for a great poster though. If you can recreate that moment. That would show. be a good poster. Oh, what is what is this? <laughs> Come to the show I, if you it, want this. The whole this name image of the explained. show is just I shot myself in an IKEA. <laughs> <laughs> I shat um, myself unconscious in an Ikea. That, that's... Yes. <laughs> oh, no. So sorry, the Prague um, flies. So the flies in Prague. So I was living by myself. I had a beautiful apartment. The apartment had two kind of sections. There was the living area, kitchen and sitting area. Um, and then there was the bedroom and bathroom area. Mm. And they were kind of alongside one another and at the end was the balcony I had a balcony and both rooms out had these huge doors out onto the balcony it was lush because the cost of living in Prague was much lower than it is in the UK um beautiful apartment and a however at one point I found some maggots in around my bin area Mm-hmm. Um, now I was it was disgusting but I'm a grown up I cleaned it up got rid of it all sprayed a load of cleaning agent and stuff or so I thought um, because that happened I think about a week or a week before I went back to Ireland for mm. a week or two I think I went back to Ireland for two weeks and this was in July so it was like warm in Prague and uh, I came back to my apartment and I walked in and the big, huge glass door out onto my balcony was blacked out with blue bottle flies. 
like a blackout blind. Wow. Like the mummy. Like the mummy. (laughs) (laughs) It was genuinely like a horror movie. It was horrific. Um, they, They must have been in like under the floorboards, like a load more maggots or something because yeah. they'd obviously just hatched and come out while I was gone away. And they um, were just all, they blacked out the window. Now, as horrific as it was, it was surprisingly easy to get rid of them because they'd clearly been trying to get out so much that once I opened the window, they just flew out. Yes. Um and the ones that didn't were dead, so I just like sweeped them down off the window and sweeped them out of the balcony. <laughs> um, it was, it was really genuinely horrific, though. I cried so much. I was so lucky I had kept the door to my bedroom closed because if they had been in the bedroom as well, I would not have been able to sleep there. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. You know, I remember. Um... I think I think I've talked about this on here, but um, in the in the house that I used to live in in London, um, we got these like moths somehow. They were like grain moths, not not okay. clothes moths, but they eat like rice and stuff. Okay. And uh, sometimes they, sometimes just you know they just show up, and you you don't know how you did it. But um, I remember I was, I, I think I was in Norway doing shows, and I was sitting on a balcony. Um, in this beautiful house that they'd rented us. It was like a rooftop balcony on a sunny day, and I had a beer and my joke book, and I was smoking a cigarette. It was a wonderful time, and I got a message from Sadaf, and she said that her and Evelyn Mock, because Evelyn was living with us at the time, um, had just been scraping moth larvae off the kitchen roof. Oh, no. It was covered covered in moth larvae and so they just they both just put on their raincoats and did up the hoods and then just had to scrape (laughs) the shit off that's horrific and because like Sadaf's sort of similar to me in that like she doesn't she doesn't really panic in those situations whereas Evelyn was having a time (laughs) and so a, a lot of it was um that half scraping moth larva off the ceiling while Evelyn went, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> that's, oh, oh, no, that's disgusting. Um, how, um, larva has to be the worst word in the English language, though, right? I think it's up there. It, it's, it's because it's there. like, it's also, it's like, it's a, it's got a consistency. Like when you hear larva, you, you sort you, of feel you it not wriggle. only see this the squish, but yeah, you you see the wriggle. There's movement yeah. to it. It's a very it's like an onomatopoeic word, but yeah. for texture and movement. It's not about and the sound, has, but you also hear a bit of, of a squish. Yeah, you, <laughs> you feel like you hear it and see it and feel it and smell it all at once, and it's yeah, the word almost has like a creature living inside it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. It feels like larva Ooh. is full of larvae. Exactly. It's, <laughs> it's like, the worst word. Uh, if I say it, they're going to come out of my mouth. It's so gross. I hate that word. Um, I remember my Debs. Uh, Debs is the Irish equivalent of prom. Oh, um, yeah. 
and I had my date came with me um who was just a friend I brought along uh but <laughs> we were meant to sleep in my bedroom um I had a single bed at the time and there was like a bed made out on the floor right it wasn't like that Christopher my parents were home <laughs> so we were meant to sleep in my bed with me on the bed him on the floor that was the arrangement but in getting ready to go to my Debs I had inadvertently left a lamp on and a window open no and we came back and there was I've never seen it before or since but there was just these little flies had formed like a plague up around the lamp it was all in the bulb it was all around the shade it was all on the dresser all on the pillow of my bed and almost onto the floor like I've never you know I've left lamps on in Ireland before and it's just been a few moths and a few flies and you're pissed off, but like, you'll get over it. But this yeah. was just, the two of us were just like, we cannot sleep in here. Um, and so we ended up sleeping in the guest bedroom, <laughs> uh, which was a double bed together. Mm. And my mother very awkwardly the next day was like, uh, why were you, why were you sleeping in the in the other bedroom and I literally <laughs> just walked her into my bedroom and showed her and she was like I have no more questions <laughs> <laughs> that's completely fair <laughs> it's because of the plague mother yes <laughs> <laughs> and it like they just they sort of just came in and died I think because they didn't move um and Weird. I had to just hoover them up something um, must have just hatched that must have been it must have just maybe. been poor timing where like a bunch of eggs just hatched and they all went light boom yeah. and that was that was and a wrap just on didn't them. get any sustenance to stay alive or anything because yeah. um yeah i just hoovered them up and it ended up being fine like i cleaned my bed sheets and stuff i didn't i'm not crazy um but yeah, yeah it was so it was so weird um, Ashley keeps getting cured with plagues, but because she was brought up atheist, she's oblivious. <laughs> cursed, cursed with plagues. Cursed with yeah. plagues. <laughs> Stop annoying God, <laughs> Ashley. <laughs> That's the title of the episode. Uh... <laughs> I'll write it down so I don't forget it. <laughs> um... <laughs> This was a this was a pretty gross uh gross episode. I know, right? I feel like this is what John gets for not being here. <laughs> there's um, um there's there's a couple of facts that I want to put out there that I'm seeing in yes. the chat. Boomstickery says um uh, look up maggots faces. No, no, I'm not doing that. I am not. They have little faces, but you need an electron microscope to see them. I really don't want to see them. There's there's no way they're cute faces, right? No. They don't have, like, sweet little cheeks. No, I feel like that would have been stated. That would have been like, they actually have surprisingly cute little faces. Instead, you're yeah. just like, look up maggot faces. That is a threat, Boomstickery, and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> and then Ada answered that with, um, that's up there with spiders having paws. Spiders hate that. can be cute. But I hate don't like paws. That idea. Paws. Mm -hmm. 
No. no, that means they have no. toes. Spiders have so many toes. <laughs> John would have fainted. Would have. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so for everybody who's wondering, John is uh, terrible at time zones. He was planning on being here, but um, mm. totally messed that up. Completely I still don't understand up. what happened, but I was very tired I when I read really the whole either. message chain. Okay, and the good. whole message me. chain was sent from a John who had been allegedly and having a few drinks, so... Uh, you know, I don't know that there was that much to understand. Um, I just took it at, I can't make the show, yeah, and that's yeah. enough, you know. Um, but yeah, we'll have to relive all of this for him because he will love it. This is so up his street, you know. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be like, hey man, maggots have tiny little faces, and. <laughs> 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 that should be the name of the episode just so John is like what <laughs> and um, just hit him just hit him with I'll, I'll add the picture into the, yes. the stream yard of just a magazine. we'll face. send we him bring it up. images of people with their fingers sliced open and we'll send him pictures of three wheeled trolleys with babies dead in them and mm -hmm. <laughs> we'll just keep saying larva larva spend a lot of time larva I hate it so much. That is the <laughs> worst word. It's the worst one. I don't like oh. it. I don't like it at all. Um, Two fangs, too. Jesus. I remember uh, when I was on holiday in Spain. Um, did anyone tell... Oh my god, the big Edinburgh idea. I have not thought about that since we pressed end broadcast on the show last week. <laughs> oh, really? I've thought I've thought about it a fair amount, actually. I've even I've got I it in my um, my to do it. list. Remind Ashley about the sleep show <laughs> because I knew you'd forget. So I've got it. It's on like a, a recurring reminder. I don't reminder, think I'm going to be able to do it. I think I think it's very doable. We're gonna well, we'll look into it. And even if even if we can get the ball rolling and someone else takes it over, that's fine. But I just think it's a cool yeah. idea. It is a cool idea. I feel like there's definitely a way to work it out where I don't actually have to commit to sleeping in a venue for a whole fringe at a very specific time. Yeah. But you'll do it anyway, because it's more fun that way. <laughs> it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Oh, the big lion. Be... That's quite gonna... funny. Oh, I like that. Yeah. You're um... going to be so tired from having so much time in the sex room next door, though. You're going to be, because there's that's no sex true. in the sleep room, and there's no sleep in the sex room. So, you'll well, be over in the sex it, room. Well, that's just it, isn't it? I can have a sex show before out. my sleep show, so that mm -hmm. I don't miss out on any opportunities, and get a good night's sleep still. That's it. Yeah, you'll be you'll be all tuckered out. <laughs> I hate this. Um, <laughs> I, oh, I was going to say, um, when I was in Spain once, this is the last bug story. Uh, we had no a cockroach no in the flat. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking no rubbing. <laughs> <laughs> um, we had a cockroach in the flat. I know this like conversation naturally moved on, but I don't want to sleep in a venue, so I'm bringing it back to bugs. <laughs> gotcha. You're sleeping in a venue though. Just know that. Oh, Just know. <laughs> Do you know what? The accommodation situation is such that I probably it's probably the only way I can be in Edinburgh. Um. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, we had a cockroach in the flat and we were very afraid because there's so many videos of cockroaches just exploding with eggs or babies or something. 
and okay. um, also cockroaches are very notoriously difficult to kill. Um, I don't know if that applies to Spanish cockroaches, though. I feel like they're a bit more delicate because we seemed to kill it by accident. We were oh, trying okay. to capture it so we could put it outside and then it just died. Um, I think we sort of hit it a little bit with something, but it we didn't think we'd killed it. So we left it under a bowl mm. and then we were about to just leave it there for the maid to deal with. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And the two of us have both worked as maids, so we were like, "Let's not be those people. Let's let's nice. do let's be grown ups and deal with this yep. before we leave the flat." Um, and we lifted it up, and it was dead. And so my friend is really like, she's grand with touching bugs and stuff, but she was very much like, "We won't catch it if it's alive." So we need, yeah. But then it ended up being dead, so she just like picked it up and put it outside, and I was just like, "Nope, mm. <laughs> not going anywhere near that." But um, yeah, we had a whole note written to the maid being like there's a cockroach under this bowl we're really sorry (laughs) and we had it in english and in spanish (laughs) nice and we drew a little picture of a cockroach on it as well (laughs) that's maybe you found Um, like a cockroach pressure point like just that one spot where you just poke it it was dying anyway and it came in to die or something yeah, just wanted to spend its final moments with a couple of nice lasses, a couple of nice senoritas, and you killed We're them with a bowl. very hospitable. <laughs> Ladies, let um, me serenade you as my dying breath squash. <laughs> just play La Cucaracha. Yeah, I mean, that is actually what cockroach is in Spanish. And I, every time I think about that, I get that song stuck in my head for... Several hours, if not days, if not weeks. <laughs> and it's I'm going to wake up singing it tomorrow. <laughs> I, I love uh, when you find out the words to songs, like that the Macarena is a sad song. Yeah. And like the, the La Cucaracha, La Cucaracha, just about fucking cockroach. And yeah. uh, like, and I saw, I don't know if you've watched <laughs> Human Resources, the Big Mouth spinoff. No, um, but it it just came out. But there's a scene where there's like a flashback with this like beautiful Spanish man serenading a beautiful Spanish woman, and it's it's got the subtitles underneath, and he's just singing the song to the Proclaimers 500 miles. He's <laughs> just singing those <laughs> words, but it sounds so beautiful in Spanish. Ah, oh, that's great. <laughs> it's so silly. That's that's a very good joke. Whoever came up with that, that's yeah. that's very good. They do. There are um, some great great jokes in it. Yeah, cameras. I binged Human Resources yesterday, and it's awesome. Yeah, they did a they did a really good job. One of the one of the better spinoffs I've seen. Uh, oh, see, Step Peep says it's about a woman who smoked lots of marijuana and crawled on her back like a cockroach. Is that what that song is about? La cucaracha, so la cucaracha. This bitch can't handle her weed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Um, I think I hit a wall and we're both sighing. Yeah. So should we we call it? We've hit a wall. We have relived all our bug and freak accident related traumas. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you can tell that we're tired because it was all just like, oh, and then this happened. <laughs> and then yeah. This. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's we're we're running out of steam. Uh, let me uh, just bring up somebody for us to raid. Cool, and... folks. Don't forget that the new Patreon episode is out. It was put up yesterday, so yes, check that out if you haven't. It's a bunch of great stuff in there. That was a really fun one. Um, we have Fox Comedy. Yeah, oh, we're Fox. Head over to Fox. He's just got COVID. I don't know if he's out of COVID or not yet. Um, but that's where we're gonna go. We're gonna go over to George Fox. He's my comedy wife. So nice. treat him with a lot of derision and suspicion. Um <laughs> <laughs> he's he's fabulous. If you don't know him, give him a follow. Um mm-hmm. oh my god. Oh my god. What Look what's happening? Who it is. Oh good morning. Oh, good morning. damn, we were just, just in time. Finish. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. That's what just going to raid George. What's up, I was buddy? so hoping. I was like, I wanted to, I literally, I turned you on as I woke up and I was like, they're still going. And I was like, <laughs> I have to shit or this will be the yeah. worst show ever. <laughs> so in there is a big shit. And I also took a shower. It was one of those morning shits where you're like, I better shower. And wow. uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that took all of five minutes and here I am. <laughs> wow. What time is it there? Eight in the morning, eight before nine. What what time? Whatever time it is there, but eight a.m. Wait, eight before nine? What are you talk? What are you talking about? Are you are you wake and baking now? No, I'm just woke up. <laughs> like this is I literally this is my coffee is full. It's just this <laughs> these are my morning thoughts. <laughs> it's eight fifty. Eight. Oh, okay. So it's nearly nine okay. a.m. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah. So our show. So it starts at seven a.m. Oh, you're gonna have some. You're gonna have two early Sundays, buddy. You got two early Sundays ahead. It's of too you. early. It's too early Mondays with a solo show at nine thirty p.m. So we'll have to figure that out. Oh, ne- next week. Gonna be nap time. Yeah, that's next week's problem. Yeah, John, yeah. we have covered some ground. What happened? Yeah, you would have hated this episode. You would have you hated be glad this episode. That you were <laughs> Oh, there was what a lot of gross. Now? What did we there talk was a about lot of Ashley gross. Body. A lot there of injuries, a lot of bugs. A lot of bugs. A lot, lot of injuries. Yuck. Yeah. Larva. So yeah. much larva. Yeah. You would have hated it. <laughs> I'm really glad I didn't I didn't get up at if I had gotten up at 7 a.m. and then Ashley started talking about larva coming out of her ear holes at eleven, I would have thrown it up on my own dick. Nope, nope, don't go get that. Whatever you're going to get, don't get that. Oh, this is so much better. Yeah, totally go yeah. get that. Where the was that dog yeah. there the whole time? Whole time. Yeah. Actually, is that the dog from Silence of the Lambs? This <laughs> 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 uh. is Dizzy. Um, she was barking earlier, so I had to run down and get her. And then she sat with me for a while, and then she got too hot, so she had to go sit on the floor. Um, and now she's very, very upset that I've woken her up to show her to you. Does anyone else really <laughs> feel like we can see Ashley living in rural Ireland, like with like eight dogs that all have a backstory? This is Baxter. He's blind but can see. Uh, this is um, this is Patriot. We named him ironically because that's when Trump got elected again. She got that dog in twenty twenty four. Um, and then that's uh, this is um, I brought. I was trying to think of another Irishy politician, but I could. Mickley Higgins, go fuck yourselves. Um, what other things were covered, guys? Let's do the post-show ramble here on the show. I did actually go through all of the reasons uh, that my dogs bark. They all have their own individual <laughs> reasons for barking. <laughs> I've been really we talked about there. 
dads with uh, uh, great reflexes in times yeah. of great need. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dad's uh, very good. Babies. In the same way that a single mom will just drive anywhere. Like if I, my mom is actively feels better that I live in Los Angeles than England, because if there's anything bad, she can drive to Los Angeles and any single mom <laughs> will just drive anywhere. If I yeah. said to my mom, I need you to drive me to Rio de Janeiro, she'd be like, we'll stop for coffee. That's it. <laughs> oh, we, we talked about uh, uh, accidents. We talked about, um, there was the yeah. truck that went over. There was your trolley. There was yeah. uh, there was the tractor Several wheel that chased down Baldi's friends. Oh. Yeah. You had a wine glass in your hand at one point. That's right. Yeah. What does that yeah. mean? As in oh, like a, the exactly stem of a wine glass stabbed right down into my hand. Being a bartender, the classic, of yeah. course. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I saw an accident. Uh, yeah, it was Not an accident. I saw two people that were on a lime scooter sharing it, and I there were like a giant bunch of police at the end of the road that they were driving on, and I was just like, how's this going to play out? And then all the cops <laughs> just looked and then just made a line, and then the woman just immediately started crying, and I'm like, well, we're all playing our moves today. <laughs> Very good. Very good, gentlemen. Oh, we talked about Halloumi. We talked about Halloumi for a little yep, while. Yeah, talked about Halloumi. Did you, did you know that oh, Chris had worked in, in a Halloumi van? Say that again about Chris? That he worked I, in a Halloumi van. I didn't know that, but I don't I don't act surprised. I just, he like, said if it, like... and then I, I had to say, I don't know, the rest of the story can wait. Let's circle back to the fact that you live, you worked in a Halloumi van. Here's my question. And... And is it a van made of Halloumi that sold other things? Or is it a van that dispenses Halloumi? Such a squeaky van. Oh my god. I gotta tell you, you can the chat is with me. Chris is the kind of guy that would be like, well, it's a van made of Halloumi, because I have friends that make bad business decisions. Yeah. <laughs> and Chris I do is have the kind that. of guy who can Oh, have I know that story. Injury. That is a good yeah. story, and actually. Still yeah, yeah, got yeah, his yeah. hole. Yeah. <laughs> No, the Halloumi um, sandwich with Glastonbury. We had a cool chorus. Yes, that is true, Andrew Foss Foster. Here's yeah. the thing with having sex with any type of injury is that you always have one friend who remembers it and gets fascinated forever. So, Chris, do you have any friends that with that story is like, what? Uh, no, because not no one was around. So it happened after we'd shut oh. the bar. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I have one where... At Glastonbury, actually, when I was working at the Halloumi stand, where I tried to send a girl home, and because I was like, we shouldn't sleep together, and I was telling her all the reasons we shouldn't, and then she just looked me in the eye, and then just grabbed my penis, and led me to her tent. <laughs> Literally led by the dick. Literally. I have and a question. Wow. How much will bring that one up? Were there any halloumi, were there any halloumi squeaks when she went like and then you uh, just heard queen? <laughs> <laughs> queen. I don't want to think about that. Ashley, Ashley, Ashley. Yes, yes. Queen. Okay, I am, I am exhausted, so I'm yeah, gonna go. Yes. Guys, we I'm, were about uh, to wrap it up. Yeah, please wrap I up. I just wanted to pop in and say I love you all. I'm sorry for all of this math. We will figure it out. We Next will. week, guys, I'm just doing blow. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Straight through crew. Straight through crew. Straight. Everyone with me. Straight through crew. Nothing sadder than a guy who can't get a chant, a chant going. Yeah. That's... Did you remove him or did he just I quit? removed him. <laughs> Not even here. Ten minutes removed from the stream. Yeah. Um, it's called efficiency, bets. It's called efficiency. Guys, let's it's end so the show to so Chris you. can sleep.
I'm glad yes. you liked my album. That was very nice to hear. Um, oh, yeah. That's why it came on here. Everyone, Chris's album is annoyingly good. And also, I'm really glad I listened to it after I did two of my shows. Or I would have been like, well, I'm fucked. Because Chris <laughs> fucking pulled it. That horse joke should not work. That should not work. <laughs> and yet. And yet. Yeah, very frustrating. Everyone, look forward to seeing Chris's new album, Take a Bets on Chris, coming out at No, April. get yeah, him yeah, off yeah. the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. And hold like penis into her vagina. That's all. So the man passes the sperm to the woman, and now his sperm is in her. Maybe you're wondering if a mistake could be made when having sexual intercourse. That can't happen. Ah.